November 5th, 2003, all doubt of Ridgway's guilt was erased. He pleaded guilty to the murders of 48 women. He'd made a deal to cooperate with the prosecution to provide more information on his victims and the whereabouts of their remains. In doing so, he avoided a trial and possible death penalty. Mr. Ridgway, how do you plead to the charge of aggravated murder in the first degree as charged in count one for the death of Wendy Lee Caulfield? Guilty. How do you plead to the charge of aggravated murder in the first degree as charged in count two? Guilty. 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 It's like he didn't have any remorse at all for what he had done. You know, he'd killed so many people, he didn't remember who they were, what they looked like. I just couldn't believe that somebody could kill all those people and not remember them. Neither could the angry relatives of his victims, who were invited to speak in court when Ridgway was sentenced to life without parole on December 18, 2003. You had said your memory, when it comes to all of the women you took, was gone. Our memory is not. In your words, you said that they didn't mean anything to you, but she meant everything to us. She was a mother, she was a wife, she was a sister, and we miss her. Gary Ridgway sat there stone-faced as victims' relatives damned him and mocked him. He's an animal. I wish for him to have a long, suffering, cruel death. He's gonna go to hell and that's where he belongs. But then the emotionless facade finally cracked when the father of one of his victims morning, appeared to surprise him with a dose of human kindness. Mr. Ridgway, um, there are people here that hate you. I'm not one of them. You've, you've made it difficult to live up to what I believe and that is what God says to do, and that's to forgive. You are forgiven, sir. Welcome to VOTC. I'm your host, Chris Holland, along with Logan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. And uh, we have a special guest. Why don't you introduce our special guest? Um, this is my friend, Gray. What's up, Gray? How you doing, bud? Not much. You? Doing well. Y'all in class together? Yeah, we go to the same school. Same school. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so today what we're going to be talking about is Forgiveness. How does that work within your community, like your culture? Like, how does that work with young people? I know with old old people like myself, um, it can be a pretty rare thing. Um, but like, how does it how does it work in your generation? Uh, kind of like just forgiving. There, there's nothing like actually that like huge that people need to forgive each other for in our generation. Or well, it's like how like what grade we're in and stuff. It's mostly just like minor things, like if you hurt their feelings. Really? So, like this, so this video that we just watched, so this is Gary Ridgway. He's a serial killer, convicted serial killer, obviously, from the video. Uh, how many people did it say he killed? 48. 
That's a lot of people. Yeah. So, um, killed 48 people. And these people that are, um, the victims, parents, families, friends, whatever, they're, they're there and they say like different things. Like first things first. Okay. A very close family member is murdered. You go to the court case. What would you say to them? Well, I'd be mad obviously. And I yeah. probably wouldn't forgive them. It'd be hard. It would. What would you say? Like Logan, I'd probably be pretty mad, and I wouldn't think twice to forgive him because he'd murder a family member of mine. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard. And so I, th- I think the the hardness of forgiveness and when someone takes, they just take someone from you, um, is much harder than if, to forgive somebody if I accidentally kick you underneath the table and it's like, oh, my bad, bro. And you're like, no, no, you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what makes that, what makes this video so, was it, was the video emotional to y'all? It was just kind of like, why, why would you kill all those people? Yeah. Like at the heart of the video though, like what they were trying to communicate is a dude offered, gave him, forgave him. Yeah. So like, why is that such an emotional thing? This is a tough topic. Yeah, sorry. Probably pretty emotional for him because he had killed all the family members, and one after one, people condemned him. And then some, one of the person's fathers stood up and said, "I forgive you for what you've done," because the Bible says to do so. Yeah. Yeah. If I did that, I mean, not like I would like killing a bunch of people, and then like them like saying like a bunch of like hurtful things like like what the lady said like you deserve like a painful death and like you're gonna go to hell like where you should belong and stuff like that i feel like i'd be more emotional about like actually being like forgiven like how he was like forgiven even like you know that you did something bad and that's why he turned himself in you know that you did something bad and you know that you'll be criticized for it but it's just emotional to, like, hear somebody actually, like, forgive you if you have some, done something bad. Yeah. Have y'all ever been forgiven of something? Yeah. Yeah, many like, times. <laughs> anything really bad? Not really. <laughs> like, so. uh, what's your thing? What's your case of really bad? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever stolen anything? Stevie? Has he ever stolen anything? From have you me? ever stolen anything? Oh, have I ever stolen? Stevie's not here right now. I thought that you said Stevie. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, unless I, I not anything big. Probably just like when I was little, stolen like a toy from my sister and teased her. How dare you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, no, I mean obviously, I'm guessing neither of you have murdered anyone. How do you know? Just kidding. I'm guessing. <laughs> right, there's a window there. Grace give me that murderous eye look right over there. <laughs> um, or have you ever gossiped about somebody and you got found out for it? Like somebody caught you talking about them in a bad way. Uh, I feel like that has happened. I just can't remember. I think the same thing's happened to me, yeah. Yeah. So was it a situation where you're like, yeah, I said it. You are a butthole or whatever. <laughs> like, or is it a sneer where it's like, uh, crap, I'm caught. 
I think more the more of the second. Yeah. So have you ever received done something like that and then you received forgiveness for it? And you said, Hey man, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've done that before. So how does that feel whenever you re- actually get re- like forgiveness? Just kind of like a burden's been lifted off your back and like you don't really have to hold any more grudges or you know that they're not really holding any more grudges against you for it. Yeah. How did it make you feel? It made me feel like really good because now, like if it was a friend I talked about, we could go back to being friends and yeah. repair our friendship. And Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I mean, that, like, coming in, I guess coming in close to have that conversation, that's hard. Like, do y'all ever avoid people um, because you know that there's, like, somebody needs to ask somebody for forgiveness, there's an awkwardness, it's like, we can't come close because it's like, I don't want to have, like, awkward conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've done that. Yeah, and it's like, the pieces of your life just don't come together. It's like, you can't walk through this particular hall at school because, you know, such and such is going to be there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap, if they're there, then I can't do this or whatever. Like, um, it's, I mean, it is one of those things. Like, adults deal with that, too. There are people that, you know, unfortunately in your life, you feel like you have these uh, untied ends with. Yeah. And it's just, it's difficult. So, what... Has ever has one of your peers ever come to you privately, pulled you aside, and said, "Hey, I did this to you. Will you forgive me?" Yeah. Well, how did that go down? What was that like? Just pulled me off to the side and asked if they could be forgiven. It wasn't something super big. It was just something that like just was on the person's mind, I guess, and they just wanted to forgive for oh, it. Oh yeah. Has ever happened to you, Gray? So, something like this has happened to me. So, I actually caught someone saying stuff about me. And so, one day, I just, like, asked them about it, and they said, will you please forgive me? And so, I did. Oh, yeah. So What did that do to y'all's friendship? I mean, we didn't really talk much for, like, a week or so, but then we're we're still good friends now. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. So, do your parents, when I'm assuming neither of sets of parents are perfect. (laughs) I know your parents, Logan, they're definitely not perfect. And they're listening <laughs> to this podcast and like, he knows us well. <laughs> um, but do your parents ever sin against you in some way and they come back around and say, hey, sorry, I did this or whatever? Usually not a whole lot unless it's like maybe something that would have like embarrassed me. Uh, not really. A whole lot though. Yeah. What about your family, Gray? It's happened a couple of times because my sister refuses to clean her room most of the time. And so yeah. my parents get really mad at that. And so sometimes it'll come, like, bounce back on me. And then later they'll say, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. Oh, yeah. Uh. My mom usually goes to that. How it goes with my mom is that whenever she's, and sort of my dad, sorry if you're listening to this, but, like, <laughs> but like usually they'll be mad at my sister because, like, she barely ever eats in the morning. Like, they, she always, like, has, like, homework to do in the morning. And, like, she, like, never, she, like, eats, like, as slow as molasses, as slow as molasses, she like mm-hmm. nibbles it, and then my parents get like really mad. And then usually, it's either my dad or my mom. Usually my dad, he will like <laughs> start going on a rampage at everyone in the house, and he'll get mad. My mom will just kind of look at us disappointed, and then just walk away. Why can't you eat your food faster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, me growing up, I mean, my dad owned his own business, and 
uh, he would bring home a lot of that stress, I guess, and uh, lash out. (laughs) (laughs) I remember literally spilling the milk. And he got so hacked off, and it was something to do with, I know it was something else going on in his life. It wasn't me. But I remember just saying, Dad, don't cry over spilled milk. And he's like, what? And I was like, don't cry over spilled milk. You cried over spilled milk. <laughs> and he was just, oh, man. He's like, you talking to me? You being disrespectful, boy? And I'm like, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> like, oh, I got a butt whipping of butt whippings that day. But, um yeah, it's one of those things in forgiveness. Like, obviously, <laughs> neither of y'all are married at this point, right? No. No. <laughs> okay. So, um, in marriage, it's one of those things. Like, forgiveness is a regular, it's regularly got to be a thing on the menu of life. You know, in marriage, you've got to work through forgiveness or whatever. But yeah. how does that work with your siblings? What do you mean by that? Do y'all experience forgiveness with your siblings? or is it Oh, all you the just... time. All the time, except I don't really apologize for it. Same. <laughs> well, really? I don't really talk with my sister much because <laughs> she does online school and she stays in her room a lot or is like on FaceTime calls with friends. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll make her mad and then I'll like say sorry and she'll forgive me. Later. Is she younger too? Yeah, she's younger than me. Yeah, we oh, both have younger sisters. Are they in the same grade? I think they are. What grade yours in? Fifth. Yeah, same. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. strange. Yeah. Do you have older older siblings, too? No, I don't. It's just me and my sister. Wow. And you're both wearing green today, too. What's the deal, guys? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> That's awesome. Coincidence. Do y'all get along with your siblings pretty well? Yeah, most of the time. Except sometimes, though, I'll like, do something that will annoy her. Usually, she'll annoy me because she's just that type of sister that will, like, go out of her way to annoy me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But usually, usually not. It's usually we get along well. That's the rite of passage for a younger sibling. Yeah, although the most annoying thing is whenever I'm playing video games, it's always my sister and my mom. They walk in, and I have a thing where I hate having my door open whenever I'm playing video games, and they'll just come into my room, look around, and leave with the door mm. open. <laughs> so I shout at them. Mm. Yeah. What's the most annoying thing your sister does to you? My sister? Um... I don't know. She just kind of like is generally. She just like tries to mess with me a lot. Yeah. And like anything. <laughs> so little sisters there for you. Yeah. That's so funny. I've got four kids. One son, he's the third, and then he's got a little sister and two older sisters. Lord bless his heart. That's all I want to say. But um, we we started teaching our kids in a very early age how to say I'm sorry, and will you forgive me. And then the other kid has to say, I forgive you, I love you, and then they have to hug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember when I my mom that. made me have to do that when I was a kid. I know. It's great. <laughs> I realize, like, you can't change a kid's heart, but you can help them build ha- good ha- habits, you know, to help them. Um, so now, I mean, they're older, a little older, and it's just adorable when they do it themselves. <laughs> And uh, Lucy, my oldest, I'll be like, Lucy, say I'm sorry and ask her to forgive you. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And I'm like, Lucy, with your heart. And she's like, I already said I'm sorry. You're just retelling my childhood at this point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always wonder if that's like, is that a good practice for us or? No. 
but what's the what's the alternative? Nobody will ever like actually practice like hugging, like saying I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, and just hugging like, after. In a pandemic, I guess it's a yeah, bad thing to do. That too. So, what is a good practice for teaching your kids on uh, with in forgiveness? How do you teach your kids? How should someone teach you? I don't know. I'm not a parent, but I mean, I guess I don't know honestly. <laughs> okay, so I guess I've got the best idea yet. Then, I guess so. Yeah, you win for now. Did your parents talk to you about forgiveness when you were a kid? So, I mean, yeah, like they taught me: you say you're sorry, you forgive someone. And I think it was last year, but my mom and another mom talked about how if someone says I'm sorry to you, you don't just say like it's okay. You actually say I forgive you. Yeah, because yeah. that means like a lot more than just saying okay. Yeah, and there's a mystery there. That's why we do it. Yeah. That's why we tell our kids, you have to say, I forgive you. Um, I don't want any, I, I just don't want my kids to grow up with that weird mystery phase. There's a lot of insecurity there. Like, are we good? Are we cool? You know, are we good? Um, yeah, but it's just very, very strange. Do y'all find forgiveness, is that a normal part of your life in in your age group? My group of friends, we all we all get along well. I mean, we always make jokes about each other and like and tease each other. But I mean, we know that we're joking. We're just right. messing around with each other. It's a term of endearment. The more we make fun of you, the more we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Much. yeah so, so no one ever does like no one ever starts to like like kisses the girl that you have a crush on. Well, not no. Well, that's well, <laughs> Gray knows something that I don't know. No, well, like. <laughs> None of us like any of the girls at school, and we just kind of, like, stick with our group. Like, yeah. we'll talk to other people here and there, but it's yeah. really just us four boys. Right now, I'm not really interested in a relationship. My dad's like, you should keep it that way, because, <laughs> yep. Because his marriage is horrible? Is that what he's trying to say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of responsibility with dating, I guess. Um that's really funny. So what is the biggest fight that you and your friends have ever had? We don't fight a whole lot. Yeah, Probably not buying each other back in Warzone. That's a big <laughs> that fight a that big we one. go through. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we always have a rule where the longest that's been dead gets to get bought back, first, back first. And mm. everybody always violates it. So, so really? Yeah. That's so fun. So we, I took the high school guys on a retreat to Greer. Oh, um, yeah, Greer. I've been there. Yeah, it's really nice. super cool. There's like nothing to do there, though. I mean, we Besides took... Besides like hiking and stuff. We took three Xboxes. Oh. Oh. Oh, no, the Wi-Fi up there is kind of... The service is bad. Yeah. Uh, we were in a cabin yeah. by, by friends. Me, Ben, and... No, in the, in the Dean's house. Yeah. That's where we went. Their Wi-Fi sucks. Oh, it's horrible. It's not yeah. on a satellite. I told yeah. the guys, don't <laughs> even try the satellite. Like, don't even get on the internet. So I went up there with a couple of families, and yeah. they brought their two PS4s. It was so bad. We could, we had to play, if we were going to play Call of Duty, we had to play it, like, offline. And Local, yes. Yeah. Oh. That's what we did. But we played it's Madden. Ridiculous. Okay, so one of the guys, Zane, do y'all know Zane? No. I, I, don't I think so. I do, but, he's like, a, I don't remember him. He's a taller high school guy. Anyway. He brought his PS4, and we played uh, something league. But it's you take these cars, and you play soccer. Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket league. Yeah. Dude, that game is so addictive. And I, I've not screamed that much at a game <laughs> in forever. But yeah. we've decided that's going to be our youth group's official game. Rocket yeah. League? 
Yeah, because like that's pretty cool. Anybody can play it. Like guys that are horrible at video games, all the to the guys that are professionals. There's a there's a I mean it, it essentially just levels the playing field a little bit. Yeah, it was a really good game. Yeah, but, I've heard that it's really good. I have it, but I like don't really play it. Same. Oh I yeah, played Rocket League much. So one of the guys brought Madden. I don't know if it was 20 or 21. It had Mahomes on there. So is that 21? Oh, he was playing It's 21. Year. Yeah, 21. So uh, <laughs> I had Patrick Mahomes on there, and I was playing with another guy. And uh, I was like, man, throw me the ball. And he was controlling it as the quarterback or whatever. Yeah. His yeah. primary player. I was like, throw me the freaking ball, man. And, and he's like, what? which one are you? And I'm like, X, hit X. And it kept cycling through, cycling through, round. Down after down, and he would never throw me the dadgum ball. And I'm, he's like, okay, I'm going to throw it to you now. Like, what's your thing? And I was like, I'm X. I've always been X. It's never changed. And he's like, okay, here it comes. Snaps. He spikes it into the ground. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm going to go sit over here. You do your game. You do whatever, man. I'm going to sit over here. And he's like, why are you leaving? And I'm like, don't even talk to me. <laughs> like, this is not fun. I had to go and ask him for forgiveness later on, <laughs> of which he said, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's great. Yeah. yeah. But Rocket League, man, that was a fun game. I remember I've played it a lot at friend's house, but I I downloaded it just in case if, like, anybody ever wanted to play, I could play. I mean, I'm, suck. I, I'm really bad at it, Yeah. but it's still fun. Can you play it on Xbox? Yeah, yeah. You can actually. I have it on Xbox. You can also play it on PC and um, PS4. Play it on Switch and PS5. PS4. PS5. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot. Can you cross? Yeah, you can. I think yeah, so. it's cross play. Online. Um, so, with that TV your dad gave us, we're mounting that, and I'm putting my Xbox in the big room on that. Is TV. your Xbox at your house right now? Or Yeah, it's it? at home right now. Uh, it's a big sacrifice. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I can't remember what podcast it was. We talked about the new X and the S and all that stuff. That was like the first one. Yeah, like, I think, um, I think I may pull the trigger on the S and just leave it home. Yeah. Are you going to get a new one? Or? Get I'll get the S. Oh, yeah. And leave it at home. And But I had hurt because, you know, I bought Cold War. Oh. And uh, I couldn't download it because I didn't have, you know, the s- adequate hard drive space. Mm-hmm. But I was reading reviews, and Cold War's Cold War's not playing well at all on the S. Really? Yeah. Or if it's even playing. There's at a all. there's a bad thing for PS4 players right now where oh, yeah. they only have one terabyte of space on their PS4, and I don't think that they can get more memory. And so people on the PS4 that play like Warzone and stuff, they may have to stop playing with all the updates because it costs so much storage. Call of Duty updates do, and so, PS4 players may have to um, uninstall. Yeah, but Call of Duty released, oh. like, an actual notice that said if you have, like, PS4 and you have both Cold War and Warzone fully installed, you might have to uninstall different parts of it to get updates because it just takes up so much space. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And those like, would be, like, the only two games you have on there. Yeah, their updates take up, like, a bunch of space because, like, the maps... I don't know why they take up so much space. I mean, Warzone, I guess, because, like, in Warzone, there are so many bugs that come. It's true. Like, there's a new bug that happens every single week. Like, there's one. Oh, my gosh. This is so annoying. I died. I lost this so many times. It's called the Stim Glitch. Oh, 
and then like losers would actually do this. Like actual like losers. So what they do is there's a glitch where you can get infinite stims and you can keep on stimming yourself up. So they'd go into the storm and they'd infinitely stim themselves. And so people end up just dying to the storm because they don't do this glitch. And eventually it was like there's 10 people in this lobby and like people are going around the map when the gas is fully closed trying to find other people to do the to kill mm-hmm. because they're doing the stim glitch as well. It's so annoying. So I was playing with Stevie, who I think came on last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were playing one time. We were just doing duos, and some kid went down into a park bunker, and so we were on top of it, and we'd have to run in the storm and down into the bunker. At that point, we couldn't because damage. And I guess the kid was doing stim glitch because he was able to last so much longer than we were. It was insane, and it was so annoying because we couldn't get to him. There's nothing we could do. So I mean, but in the mind of a player. That's just people who are, like, thirsty for wins and don't want to actually play the game. They just want to win. So it's a strategy. There's no fun in winning if you're not, like, doing good. Like, if you have zero kills, like, three damage, and you're, like, barely doing anything, and you win, it's just not even really fun. So what happens at that point when the storm comes all the way in? Everybody that is not doing the glitch dies to Uh the storm. And if you're glitching, then you probably win. If there's two people glitching, then that might be really interesting to see. Yeah, they have to, like, go around the map in, like, cars and, like, run around the entire map trying to find these people. Golly, Doug, who wants to do that? I know. People that just want to win, get their... Actually, no, not even get their KD up because, I mean, their KD isn't going anywhere because they're not getting any kills. Yeah, no, just get their win-loss up. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining me. Greg, glad you're here, man. Yeah, of course. And uh, in this next one, we are going to talk a little bit more. It's on the topic of gaming. So we're going to move from forgiveness to a different topic that you guys are probably a lot more familiar with. All right. right. Um, So thanks for joining us for VOTC Voice of the Children. I'm your host, Chris, along with Logan. Logo. Bye. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) 